Welcome back to the Used to See podcast. It's Yo-Yo as the host, and today I have a very special guest with us. It is Emma. Emma, what's up? Hi. Hi. Like Yo-Yo said, my name's Emma. Um, I've been a part of Used to See now probably for like a couple months. I joined this year, and I'm really excited to be do this and be a part of Jeannie's podcast. Yeah. Um. So... Emma, do you want to talk, tell them a bit about what we're talking about today? Yeah, so today our episode topic is marine mammals of the sea. So we will be going over all the interesting mammals. So we have three main kinds of marine mammals in British Columbia. We have pinnipeds, which are seals and walruses and sea lions and stuff like that. We have cetaceans, such as dolphins and porpoises, and we have otters, which are really cute. So, so oh, go ahead. So first off, we're going to talk about cetaceans, or Yo-Yo's going to talk about cetaceans. Well, we can, we can both talk. I'll just lead it. So, cetaceans, first off, are any mammal that has a blowhole. So, that could be a dolphin or a... I was about to say seal. A dolphin or a whale or a porpoise. They're all part of the cetacean family. So we have some of the we have some pretty cool cetaceans and some pretty famous ones. One of the more common ones you'll see is the humpback whale, which is one of the largest cetaceans in the world. And a cool thing about the humpback whale is that they have these on their nose or on like the front of their face they have these bristles which helps them determine and another thing that characterizes like you can i guess you could say subcategories of whales are whether they have baleen or tooth or teeth so tooth whales obviously it's kind of obvious they have teeth so they're hunting like bigger like mammals and fish to eat whereas baleen whales have these little tiny like big bristles in their um, mouth that they use to take big gulps of water and all those bristles catch the small like um, zooplankton and phytoplankton in them and then they're able to feast on that. Yeah so when so to eat uh, baleen whales will take a gulp of food or like a gulp of water and this water can actually be up to 5,000 gallons of water at once. Um, studies have shown. And these baleens will like filter out any of these small fish or small plankton or microorganisms and that's what they eat. So even though they're the largest, some of the largest animals on the planet, they eat some of the smallest which is a really good observation of the food chain. Yeah. But other animals we have, which are the toothed whales, are things uh, such as, well, we have dolphins and orcas. So orcas are the largest species of dolphin in the world, and they're also the most spread out species in the world. So after humans, orcas are the most widely uh widely seen creature or widely spread out creature spreading all seven continents so that's pretty cool and yeah so oh sorry 
Dolphins and porpoises are the other two types of cetaceans. There are some noticeable physical differences between dolphins and porpoises. Porpoises are a lot smaller than dolphins, and dolphins normally have kind of like a beak mouth. Like you can see it just like sticks out more like pointy, whereas porpoises have more of like a rounded nose and more like a blunt end to their mouths. Um, yeah. So we also have, we talked about dolphins, we talked about porpoises, and we can also talk about false killer whales. Do you want to talk, are we able to talk about Chester? Yeah, well, yeah. Um, or we can false... talk about Chester and Helen and just whales yeah. in general. Yeah, well, um, false killer whales are not commonly um seen around BC. They're very rare, but there have been sightings of them in Alaska, BC, Washington, and Oregon, and they are a type of dolphin, I believe. Yeah, they're a kind of dolphin. Yeah, and I think the backstory behind why they're called false killer whales is. Um, researchers like a long, long, long time ago thought that they were seeing orcas, but really they were larger like dolphins. So there's also, we also have Pacific white-sided dolphins, which is one of the most common dolphins in the Pacific Ocean in the north. And at the aquarium, we actually have, uh, we can talk about Helen, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a Pacific white-sided dolphin named Helen, who was found off the coast of Japan in the 90s, wrapped in fishing wire. So she had to have both of her pectoral fins amputated. Yeah, or partially par amputate amputated. amputated, which caused her to be deemed non-releasable because they need their um, pectoral fins to help them steer in the water, so it wouldn't be very effective if she was to be released. So, um... Yeah, she's been there for however long it's been since she, she was she, uh, rescued. She got to the aquarium in 05, I believe. Yeah, so yeah. that's around 15 years that she's been at the aquarium. Cool. Do you want to talk about pinnipeds? Yes. So um, pinnipeds are the other big group of marine mammals found off the coast of BC. And there are three different types of pinnipeds. There are um, eared seals, true seals, or earless seals, and walruses. Obviously, there's no wal there's no walruses in um, BC. They live in the Arctic, so it would be very uncommon and unnatural to see one down here. But we do have eared seals and true seals. So eared seals have a visible external ear flap, hence the name eared seals, and they have longer hind flippers than true seals. And those hind flippers, for example, in sea lions, can rotate towards the front of their bodies, which allows them to walk, quote, quote, walk in a way on land. So that's how they get around. And true seals are um, marine mammals such as harbor seals or elephant seals, and they don't have an external ear flap, hence the fact that they can be referred to as earless seals. Instead, they have little tiny ear holes. You can sometimes see them, but mostly they're closed when they're in the water, so they don't get ear water in their ears. And their hind flippers go like directly outwards of their body, so they just kind of stick out, and they're obviously not able to rotate them, so they um, just kind of scoot around on their um, stomachs to move on land. 
and that behavior is called glumping. Which is both one of the cutest things to see and yes. the funniest. It is a lovely name. <laughs> did you talk I didn't did you talk about sea lions or are we on seals right now? Yeah, so there are two types of sea lions off the coast of BC. Um, California sea lions and stellar sea lions. So stellar sea lions are much larger than California sea lions. They are also lighter in color than California sea lions, so that's one distinguish two distinguishing factors if you ever see both of them in the same area. And the male stellar sea lions grow up to oh, what is it? Um, like three meters? I think. Let me look at my sheet. Yeah. yeah, they can grow. I'm not. It might be even larger. Yeah, it's just three point three meters here, um, in length and approximately uh, two thousand five hundred pounds. Yeah, two thousand five hundred pounds. And adult females are two point nine meters in length and can weigh up to eight hundred pounds. And male California sea lions get up to two point four meters in length and reach eight hundred pounds in weight. And females grow up to one point eight meters in length and two hundred twenty pounds in weight. And another distinguishing factor of California sea lions is that they have a bony bump on their foreheads called the sagittal crest, whereas male stellar sea lions do not. And California sea lions develop this sagittal crest around five years old. And the lifespan for stellar sea lions, the males live around, around 20 years, and for females it's around 30 years, and for California sea lions it's 20 to 30 years. So, at, do we want to talk about what we have at the aquarium, or do you want to just move on to other? Yeah, I mean, um, there are both stellar sea lions and California sea lions here at the Vancouver Aquarium. Um, one of the ones that we both love a lot um, is Senior Cinco. He was a rescued California sea lion, and we'll talk about him more later. And... There are obviously true seals found in BC waters, um, which are the northern elephant seals and harbor seals. And Yo-Yo loves the elephant seals, don't you? I do. Elephant seal. So if you've ever seen a really ugly dog, okay? <laughs> and this dog is so ugly that it's cute. Oh. That's the way I describe <laughs> elephant seals. Yeah, so clearly the way that they've gotten their name is because their noses look like an elephant trunk, hence the name elephant seals. We have specifically the northern elephant seals here in BC, and they. we also have harbor seals, which are basically like the bog standard, like typical seals you'll see in photos. When you think of a seal, you think of the um, little gray seals with the cute little faces and the big eyes. So harbor seals actually range in color. They can be like tan, brown, like light gray, dark gray. Um, they also have, can either have lighter or darker spots depending on their like main body color. And yeah, and, and baby um, seals, way you can tell if you've seen a baby one is they have like white fur that's called lanugo and they lose that eventually when they get older. Yeah. Um, so we also have one of, if not the cutest animals in the world, which is the Pacific sea otter. And Pacific sea otters 
are, in my opinion, both the cutest and the coolest animal in the world. I they're northern sea otters. Northern? Nor- they're sea otters. Eh? They're sea otters. I'm sure they're you all know otters. what sea otters are. I mean, they're literally the, the cutest little fuzzballs ever. They are adorable. And fuzzballs is an appropriate word because sea otters actually have the most fur on their body than any other species in the world. So on one square inch of their body is over a million pieces of hair. And if you put your finger down on a patch of hair, that's more hair that you're touching there than on your entire head. Yeah, and we're not suggesting to touch a sea otter. Don't do, do not that. Touch a sea otter. Don't touch any wild animals. It's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so sea otters live in BC and some of their behavioral patterns are the fact that they hold hands when they sleep. It's very wholesome, very cute. You've probably all seen the photos of just a little row of the sea otters holding hands. It's adorable. And another thing that they do is they'll wrap themselves in kelp to keep them like grounded in a way, use it as like an anchor to keep them from floating away the current of the water. And mom sea otters also hold their babies on their tummies to whether to groom them or for when they sleep. It's, it's really cute. That is very adorable. A cool thing also with sea otters. So sea otters eat crab and sea urchin and other invertebrates such as those. And they will actually have rocks that they use to crack open. And they have favorite rocks. And these guys will keep their rocks in pockets of sorts that they have in their armpits. So there's a little flap of skin that's able to put in a pocket so they can put it in there or like hold it in there so they can bring it along for later. How cute is that? I know. Oh God, I'm just like thinking about it in my heart. It's like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's so cute. Yeah, so two... Um, of probably our favorite animals at the aquarium and ones that have pretty um, amazing stories are Senior Cinco and Joey. So do you want to talk about Cinco, Yo-Yo? Sure. So Senior Cinco is a male Californian sea lion who is found on the Spanish banks uh, May 5th, 2017, which is Cinco de Mayo. So, obviously, appropriate name Cinco. He was actually found with two pellet gun shots into his skull and had to have emergency surgery to get to be saved. So, he had a very lucky recovery and was deemed unreleasable by the Canadian government due to the fact that he is now blind. So, he was then, he was kept at the Marine Mammal Rescue Center for his rehabilitation and then was brought to the Vancouver Aquarium to be his permanent home. Or we hope yeah. to be his permanent home. Yeah. He, as someone who stands outside for a lot of the day to talk to guests, um, he does not be quiet. Yeah, he, he is very loud. And yells and yells. Yeah, and that's another thing, actually, that I forgot to mention, was that the diff- another difference between um, California sea lions and stellar sea lions is that stellar sea lions kind of have, like, a burp sound like they sound like they're burping really really loudly and aggressively Mm. whereas calf yeah kind of (laughs) oh yeah like that thank you yo-yo for that wonderful and then um california sea lions um they have like that distinct kind of sea lion arfing Uh yeah like that yeah 
Uh, as you can see, I'm very scientific. Yes. So scientific. This is no, education. But, yeah, like, his rehabilitation process was something that was very, very, like, just incredible to see. And, like, I know that the work that was put into helping him get better is, like, is, I can't believe that the work that they put in is amazing. And then Emma's favorite animal at the aquarium, and also one of my favorite animals, is, is jo- Joey. Joey. Joey so, so Joey was rescued. Okay, Joey's a baby sea otter. How adorable is that? You thought sea otters couldn't get cuter? Baby they, sea otters. They are. They're adorable. They're tiny. They're fluffy. But no. Um, Joey is a baby sea otter. He was um, found uh, what they believe to be around um, 10 days old. Um, and he was found... Um, on one of the islands, I'm not exactly sure which one, um, and he was found orphaned and alone, and later on, um, there was discovered to be a, um, deceased adult sea otter in the area, which was assumed to be his mother, so he was taken into the Marine Rescue Center to be rehabilitated. Yeah, so now he lives at the aquarium, just like Cinco, and he's growing up, he's becoming a big boy. He's so cute. He's a fluffy bunny. bunny. And yeah, these are just some of the examples of how the aquarium is helping to take care of so many different marine mammals off the coast of BC. So on the topic of rescuing, um, so there is stuff you can be doing to help these amazing creatures. So one of the things is you can download Whale Report, which is a app on the app store which allows you to report any whale sightings you had or any sea turtle sightings you had in british columbia uh it it lets you report it and it also has an option where you can report dead or distressed animals yeah and the marine mammal rescue center has a phone number where if you ever see a a marine mammal that you think is in distress you can call them and they will um, do everything that they can to rescue and rehabilitate it. And the phone number for the Marine Mammal Rescue Center is 604-258-7325, or SEAL, how appropriate. So yeah, that basically, oh, what did you want to say? The best. Yeah, best phone number ever. I mean, I want to know how they got that. That is amazing. And on, is that, is that about the end? Yeah, so that concludes our episode for this week. So you guys can tune in next week for our next episode. I believe it's fast fashion, but it may not be. Yeah, tune in to our next episode, and we hope you guys have a great week. Thank you.